Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is season 4, episode 213 of this daily study podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today as we conclude our week's study of this week's Come Follow Me materials, studying in the book of Job in the week of August the 1st to August the 7th. And today we're going to conclude with Job chapter 40 and Job chapter 42. So, um, chapter 40, I'm not going to spend too much time on it. Basically is a continuation of the Lord reminding Job that um, he has great power and he speaks to Job and um, Job recognises his humility before him uh, and he uh, recognises, as he has done through this whole time really, the Lord's strength. But in chapter 42, what we see here is the response from Job, um, the Lord's response to Job's friends uh, and what blessings Job receives after his great trial of his faith. To begin with, in verse 2 of chapter 42, Job responds to the Lord and says, I know that thou canst do any everything and that no thought can be withholden from thee. Um, he is recognizing the the omnipotence of our of our of our heavenly Father, of our Lord, and how we need to trust in Him uh, to be able to receive great blessings from Him. Um, and Marion D. Hanks said, quote, "Of course, all honest men on occasion feel the weak their weakness and groan in the face of their inadequacies and ignorance and pride. Even Job, that good and godly man who possessed a faith which all his afflictions could not shake, bore this witness at the conclusion of his ordeal." But Christ will lift us up and help us to become as he is, as we do as he did. As we love our Father and give him our lives, as we love each other and all men, and learn to live and teach his word, believe in the worth of souls and let our lives be the warrant of our earnestness. Mourn with those that mourn and bring hope to them. Understand and comfort those who weep. Cry unto the Lord. Close quote. Um, it truly is a, an invitation to us as we follow our Saviour to support, strengthen and uplift those who are suffering. And that doesn't just mean, you know, um, taking some baked food goods to, to someone that we know has had a difficult time. But if there is someone, and it could be anyone, it could be someone of in our family, it could be one of our friends, it could be one of our brothers and sisters in our local ward or, or branch. It could be an individual that we don't really know um, that needs a lifting arm to help them up absolutely anyone the lord would help anyone in his mortal ministry by the wayside um and that is vital that we would act as the savior would and support and bless and strengthen others um it is a great blessing to us to know that he loves us and that he is there for us at all times um, and that he will continue to be so as we move forward the Lord then has some words to say to Job's friends um, and he is unhappy uh, with him or with them rather the three friends uh, and in verse 7 he says for ye have not spoken of me the thing that is right as my servant Job hath. So basically that their judgments were not just uh, and when are they ever really you know and this applies to all of us you know it is not for us uh, to cast a judgment on or to, to decide what individuals need to or shouldn't need to do. Of course, we have the, the covenants that we've made and the commandments of the Lord. That is right. But 
we don't know the context and the difficulties and the complexities of everyone's life, there, there may well be someone who is, you know, will go, going against all that the Lord has said, but we don't know what they've been through in the early stages of their lives to lead them to that point. Uh, and whilst, of course, they need to live, you know, the commandments that, that God has given them to be able to come closer to him, it may well just be a longer process for that individual. Uh, and we are in no place to judge one, because, again, we don't know the, the background and complexities. And also because it's that principle of the moat in the person's eye and taking out the beam in your own is we all have our things that we're working on. And some of us may have less things perhaps to work on than others. And that's wonderful. But we also don't know the, the different things that we've had to go through compared to others. And so this should not be a um, a life of comparison. Uh, it should be a life of lifting up and strengthening each other. There was a great um, image that I shared recently uh, on a on a social media platform that had a picture of a, a crayon and a pencil, and um, the crayon uh, had a speech bubble coming from it saying, "I'm not sharp enough," obviously referring to the pencil, whereas the pencil had a speech bubble coming from it saying, "I'm not colourful enough." So both these writing implements uh, are obviously comparing each other uh, and seeing aspects of the other that they would like to have when actually they both are used for beautiful, wonderful reasons in their own way. Um, and there's a, just a catch and underneath that says comparison kills creativity. Uh, and too often in our lives, we are comparing, we are looking at others and seeing where they are at. And actually they may well look at us and say, um, well, look at where you're at and look at what you have. Uh, I think that too often this comparing can lead to feelings such as envy and, and other, uh, and but more importantly, perhaps, um, a negative feeling about ourselves um, and see, not seeing the, the good and the beauty that comes in our lives. So that is a, a vital principle in order for us to uh, to recognize the blessings that the Lord has given us in our lives. Um, so this concludes then with Job receiving double of what he has before. And uh, it's very well, it's very often spoken about how um, he receives double what he had before after his trials. Um, he doesn't have 20 children afterwards. He has another 10, which of course is, a, is an indication of the principle of eternal families because he is blessed with 14,000 sheep as opposed to 7,000, 6,000 camels as opposed to 3,000, 1,000 oxen and 1,000 she-asses compared to 500 of each. But in verse 13, it says he had also seven sons and three daughters. And it lists um, some of the names. Um, well, it lists, interestingly, the names of the daughters, but not the sons, uh, which I think is also interesting and we could go into as well, but I'm not going to. Um, but what is interesting to me is again, as I mentioned, this principle of eternal families. He is given double of everything, but children he's given seven sons and three daughters, clearly indicating that those children who have passed on and, and died before him, they are not lost to him forever. They will always be there as part of his family uh, as he continues into the eternities. And so therefore he will have double the children uh, once he they all move on together. Um, but I just like that uh, small little nugget of... Uh, understanding there of how family relationships can last beyond the veil. So we come to the end of Job uh, and on so many things. Um, 
we could have learned so much we could have discussed so much more as well we have missed a lot of chapters there so obviously please do follow your own study with the come follow me materials but if you have a chance to have a look at some of the other chapters in job as well then uh, i'd invite you to because there's just some fantastic discussions and philosoph- philosophical debates really that go on in there which um, are useful to reflect on and ponder and consider ourselves as well so thank you so much for joining us this week Please join us tomorrow as always for our listener comments section and uh, anything else that's been studied or uh, discussed this week around the church. And uh, yeah, it'd be great to, uh, to have you continue with us into Psalms next week as well. So please share the podcast, please review it. That would really help. And until we meet again.